Welcome to Practical Business Podcast, helping you practice business, bringing simple solutions to issues faced by entrepreneurs in today's global market, from launching your business to growing and maximizing profits. My name is Tommy Abibu, serial entrepreneur, business strategist, and growth expert. With many years of experience in creating my own businesses, I reveal solutions from my experience from others' experience so that you can become geniuses at building your business. Still on strategies on how to avoid failure. I have recorded a couple of um, short episodes on this topic already and the reason why I have decided to continue on this is that I want the notion that failure is okay to be eliminated and eradicated from the minds of all entrepreneurs, especially those that are at the early stages. There is no reason why you should start a business or a project thinking that if you fail, it is a learning experience for you. And these are the quotes that have been distributed over and over again online and on social media. Because when you have that sort of mindset, it gives you an excuse from the start. So when you face some sort of difficulty down the line, you already have an excuse that, yes, it's okay to fail. Well, it's not. The truth is, if you get the right information... With the right help, there is no reason why you should fail. And now before I continue in this episode, I would like to give an important clarity between pivoting and failure. Sometimes you see people start a business with a specific idea, but further tests down the line later revealed that the business idea was a poor one. But rather than stopping, they continue to test and test the market until they finally get it right, just like what a scientist will do. This is pivoting and not failure. Failure, on the other hand, is when you actually give up, when you give up entirely on the project because on releasing your product to the market, it hasn't responded the way you want it to or expected. See, this is you refining your business to match what your consumers need. This happens a lot in the software industry. So you give up or maybe move on to an entirely different project. The best way for me to explain a successful business is the ability to put out an idea, test the idea in the market, review your result or the data from your test, then you adjust or pivot accordingly. There is no one size fits all in any business, any form of business. There is no one size fits all. The system failure is when you either have too many processes in your business that are not connected properly or out of date or are inconsistent. For example, say you have a lead, a prospect registered for your newsletter or ebook, and you do not have an efficient process to follow up, right? until they actually buy your product and become a client or consistently buy your product. You don't have a good follow-up strategy. And also when you follow up, when do you follow up? How do you follow up? And what sort of message do you actually put out there that makes your client remember you and develop a relationship with you to buy from you? This is an example of a system or process failure. Now, how can you avoid this? 
The way to avoid this is to ensure that all your processes are very well documented, right? You test the process, whether it works, either digitally or manually by a member of staff, and you walk through the processes from A to B. Now, when your customer finally buys from you, you review your process and then you ask your client through a survey what actually worked for them and what didn't work. The information you gather from this survey, it doesn't have to be a complicated survey, just like a five, five question, five to 10 questions is, uh, is sufficient. The information you get from this survey, you bring it back into your business and then you review it and you find out what is working and what's not working. Going back to my initial definition of building a successful business, which is the ability to test and test and then review and adjust or pivot accordingly. The second type of failure I would like to mention as well is the red tape failure. The red tape failure occurs as you grow and become a bigger business, a bigger organization, more like the side effect of documenting processes. The first failure I mentioned was the system processes where you don't have a good documented, efficient processing. Now, the side effect of that is having too many processes. When you have each and every step document, documented with little space to maneuver, this forms some sort of red tape in your organization. I'm sure some of you may have had some sort of experience uh, between a large and small organization. Now, the solution to this, to avoid this sort of failure, is a regular review of your processes. Is it up to date? Is it too complex to follow? Is it still re relevant in this fast-paced market? The reason sometimes for this massive difference in customer experience is the amount of red tape a large organization has in within its uh, company, right? The, the red tape they need to go through, the processes they need to go through in order for them to satisfy your uh, requirement. Too much of this keeps the customer waiting, creates some sort of bad experience. And in the process, you lose your client for your competitor. See, whether you like it or not, business world has changed and gone out the days where it's only for the big dogs. It's so much easier for your competitor now to actually snatch your client away, away from you. If your processes are not, are not efficient, every business is different. This is the reason why you need to test and test until you actually get it right. Now, the two types of failure I would like to mention in this episode are the system failure and the red tape failure. As I have mentioned, these failures can actually be avoided. And if any of you fall into this category and you need help, drop me an email on help at tomiabibu.com. That's help at tomiabibu.com. I will simply perform a business health check for you and help you develop a strategy to meet your goals and improve your business profits as well. So drop me an email at help at tomiabibu.com. That's help at tomiabibu.com.
Now, for those willing to start their own business or are at the early stages, I have a free webinar for you. That's at um, www.tomiabibu.com forward slash webinars. It's called the Startup Booster. It's how to start 10 times faster, no matter your product or niche. This reveals three top secrets on how great entrepreneurs actually launch a new brand faster than others and how you can be part of this movement in this age. Start 10 times faster and get it right, right from the beginning. Now you can drop your questions in the comment section below as well and I will respond accordingly. Thanks for listening and see you again in the next episode.